Welcome to Pathless Podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Pathless Podcast. This is Lightlessness. I'm Ben the DM. Here with me I have... Jeremy playing Morva the Dragon. Barbarian. Sam playing Notch the Tiefling Warlock. Reed playing Horian Zillicent, the High Elf Noble. And Matt playing Babries, the Gnome Thief Rogue. Um, so we have the 15 second wrap up, and I think it's back to Sam. Sounds about right. If not, then Jeremy gets a free pass. Uh, and we're going back to the 15 second because I screwed up the last one, which makes me think it is Jeremy's turn. Alright, Chair. We'll, we'll come back to you. I actually don't remember listening to your other one, so begin. Okay, uh, so we went into the mountain of uh, Varen after we found a sudden spot that opened up a path and we became dragons and I was really happy and then we tried to open the door and we did. Cool. Very good. I had the phone vibrate so the timer didn't go off but he was right on time. And um, I had you guys open up the door. The last thing you guys heard was... I should change the timeout settings on this. No, that's not what you guys heard. But, um... Thank you, brothers. I am Mylanth of Nilu, and I have been trapped by fate in this dungeon for near 200 years. What seek thou in this cold hell? So, um, that voice is coming out of the darkness, um, and, uh, you guys are able to see, as he, like, moves into your dark vision of 120 feet, a, um, large, uh, he's bigger than you guys are, actually, I think you guys, you guys are young, so you're yes. large size, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, he's, um, the next step up. What is that? It's been a while since... Huge. He's huge. Um, so a huge red dragon. He's got these black veins, though, um, that are coming into view. Like, I mean, colors-wise, you guys will see them. Um, they're, like, large black veins in them. So he looks like he's either infected with some sort of bile or uh, he was just born that way. I'm not sure. Um, so anyway, he's, uh, he's walking out. Uh, some other things in this room that you guys are looking into is um, that it is stacked with gargantuan man-made creations and inventions uh, to the roof. And there's just, like, these large stacks, probably, like, 40 feet wide. Uh, they've been melted together by, like, the metals within them and stuff. And um, the, like, art items and relics that you see um, do look very, very destroyed from all of this that's happened to them. But it still seems to be of, like, huge, great value. So um, he's going to walk out up to all you dragons. And um, just, like, um, you know, he thanked you guys. So I'll leave it to you right there. Um, is this something that I could do like a knowledge check on? See if I know who he is at all? Well, there's always role-playing to start, and, um, I, I don't think so, actually. Okay, well, I just figured Notch would check his databases. So, yeah, Notch, look, Notch looks into his databases and finds nothing with or without a role. Okay. Uh, who are you? I am Mylanth. Where are you from? Nilu. Mylanth of Nilu. Where's Nilu? It is part of the uh, Shadowfell. What's the Shadowfell? It's a uh, plane similar to your own. Uh, things are much darker. But I, I was called here and uh, stuck in that you know, wretched place that you just let me out of. Is there a scale of Morn back there? No, I don't know what you're talking about, unfortunately. Uh, I saw no other dragons in there. There was a jester who... Uh, came and taunted me many times in the past, uh, you know, hundred years that I've been here. What was his name? Or her? Uh, he refers to himself as Moron. 
if uh, if that is all, I think I will um, continue out of here. I've been in this you know icy place too long, and I prefer a warmer climate. Oh, you should check out uh, Piazza. That's a warmer climate. I see. I, I will take that into mind. Um, may I ask why you were imprisoned here? Well, I cannot tell you why I was imprisoned here. I was uh, a portal was opened for me to head to this realm, to this plane, and I traveled through it and found myself in here, and the portal closed behind me. So, um, you know. Did you open the portal yourself, or...? No, no, I, I was called to this. Okay. And there's no summoner on the other side to greet you? No, no, when I got here, actually, I, uh, I saw this room, and obviously I, I expected things to be much different. I've never traveled from Shadowfell before. But, um, you know, I, I could not find any way out, and I wondered, you know, what the whole entire purpose of me coming here was anyway. Is there any way for you to morph into something smaller? Uh, I actually am not that old of a dragon, so... Well, you might not be able to fit through the door that we came through. And don't eat the bodies <laughs> of, like, non-dragons if you're walking out of here. I see. Well, uh, I would at least, you know, like to see some more area than the room that I was trapped in. So, uh, we'll, we will see if there's another way out, and, um, I can, uh, give you your request, given that you freed me, so... Thank you. I'll leave whatever bodies I find alone. That's not my purpose anyway. Did this moron... Uh, what was that? I didn't understand. Did did moron tell you anything? He constantly uh, jested at me and said, oh, 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 I'm here to bring the night. Oh, 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 but I can't get out of this room. Things like that. Is that your purpose, to bring the night? Yes, I, I was sent here uh, supposedly to make this land darker. So... Dun dun dun. Dun dun. Kinda... <laughs> hmm. And uh, how would you uh, succeed in your ways? Uh, what are you dragons doing down here? I feel like you're asking too much of me. We are searching for the scale of Morn. And how did you get in if you say there's no way out? Through the door. We're smaller than you. This is true, so uh, maybe if I could just burrow and dig out a little bit, I'll be fine. Because, uh, you know, you're, you're only a little bit smaller than I am. I could probably just squeeze. Did you have to squeeze hard to get in here? We had to go to, through some means, too. Some rather convoluted means to get where we are right now. I see. Well, uh, if that is all, I will uh, give you your request and not harm any bodies. But uh, I do, you know, I want to get out of here. And where was uh, Moron standing when he was taunting you? Oh, he's appearing in all different places with a booming voice and, you know, random things. Oh, so there's no other exit in the back that he would walk in and that he couldn't I, fit through? I believe that he's teleported in and out. He seems to be some sort of sorcerer. What are these big, huge things around us? They're Moron's collections. He seems to have an affinity for, um, you know, people's creations. Is news to me. Okay. Well. Alright, so he'll start flapping his um, wings, and uh, you see him, like, take out into the cove. Um, Alright, whatever we... I think we've been calling it. The chasm? The chasm, thank you, because I don't want to call it the cove, because we already had the hidden cove. Uh, he takes off into the chasm, and uh, you guys are just chilling there. Uh, do you guys think that we should have let him go as easily. No, I think we might have made a mistake. Right. <laughs> um, so while you guys are sitting there, uh, this uh, 
puff of white smoke pops up behind you guys, mm -hmm. and it makes like this like kind of scattered bang. Like it, it doesn't sound like anything normal, you know, not like an explosion or anything like that. And um, your characters are welcome to turn around, and you see that there's a what looks to be a human. And he's got these white, large pants on that, um, you know, like Jenko jeans, white cloth pants. Right, looks like Aladdin. Looks like Aladdin, yeah. yeah. And uh, no, no shirt or anything like that. Um, he does have like a silverish, brownish, or silverish, blackish hair. It's like uh, he's very old looking hair. Uh, though his body looks young. So, dun dun da Hello, Morin. What was that? I made a guess. Are you Morin? I'm Moron, yes. Your name's Moron? Yes, yes, I'm Moron the Jester. Alright, I don't care about him. So he's, not, so he's not the dragon that we're looking for? No, 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 but I think I have what you're looking for. No, you don't have what we're looking for. Yes, because you are here looking for information. No, we're looking for a scale. Okay. <laughs> he, uh, he waves his finger... And uh, this large metal contraption that looks like a silver box um, appears that your dragon could fit on. And it's got like this um, glass covering and the one end of it. And there seems to be like some sort of writing and like lines in it. And it goes, step right up. And I step up on top of it. Oh, you're looking very pudgy. I put you in the 700 to 800 pound range. So your gift has been granted. What can I do for you, sir? And he points over to, um... Corion the Bronze Dragon. Um... Are you familiar with the relic known as the Scale of Morn? Hmm... Why would you be looking for such a thing? Because we are on a quest to retrieve it. I see. Well... I would say that, um... A royal such as yourself, it seems unlikely that you would leave your royalty and come to a dark place like this looking for such a scale. What would lead to such a thing? I've been trying to figure that out for a while now. Um, basically, I got myself involved in a series of near disasters, and now I'm trying to right several mistakes that I've come upon. I see. Well, um, you may want to cut it closed, uh, you know, close down your adventures soon, because uh, I believe that your time as a royal will be very short-lived. Maybe even get closer to your family? Well, I appreciate the gesture. Um, ah, yes, I am the jester. Right. Uh, I would, I value my honor more highly than my family, and I believe it is correct to see this through. Probably a healthy viewpoint, given your future. Uh, you there. And he points over to Notch, who's currently the Copper Dragon. Uh, you seem very wise. You seem like you need a girlfriend. <laughs> um, not as high a priority as before. Um, no, 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 no. I believe that you have a girlfriend, you just need her. Hmm. Is he dating Metha? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like you're out of luck. You didn't tell them? And he's, he's like, uh, you know, looking over at the other dragons. He's been, he's had a girlfriend with him this whole entire time. and He, he hasn't taken care of her or shown her off to you guys at all. She's very sick. 
albeit. Um, is she tiny? Size doesn't matter, especially when females are involved. <laughs> and you, you, you asking that question, what a bad friend you are for not helping heal her. There's not much I can do. Oh, yes. Knowledge of a healing water and doesn't help his friend. Very good. Oops. <laughs> I have a notebook, I would write that down. <laughs> well, there's a place. But we're not here for that. We're here for my scale. I keep trying to say family <laughs> first. You know, you're here for a scale, family first. He's here for... He called it... Uh, what? Your, your honor? Here for honor? Yeah. This guy's the only one here for the true things. Food. He needs a few pounds, I can tell. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's pointing over to Babries when he says that, of course. Um, and, and liquor. Ah, and liquor. You should watch the man when he drinks. He seems to be very into beasts. What is it? Two two wives you have now? No. Okay, okay. Every, everyone here is a little... You know, one doesn't want to get to know his mother. One has a girlfriend that he's keeping incapacitated. <laughs> the other has no possible suitors available. And then uh, the, the scrappy one seems to not care about his two bestial companions. It's a low blow on me. <laughs> Wait, I have bestial companions? <laughs> I'm a beast, technically, but I, I'm I that kind of companion. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I... Oh, my horses! Yes, I have yes. wives. Okay, I'm Mormon. Uh, well, <laughs> be prepared to choose, because uh, I think after you collect a few more wives, only one is going to stay with you. Stonehorse. Wait, shouldn't we be asking about the dragon? Oh, he's gone. I, I would give up on that. Why were you taunting him? Oh, well, he was a bad creature. He shouldn't have gotten out, but I can't get in the way of your own choices, so. You'll deal with him later, I imagine. Yeah, so where's the scale of more in that? I think you guys have still given me very little. What do you want? Entertainment. What doesn't anyone want? Do you want a group of dragons to entertain you? I want some fine-crafted individuals to entertain me. Then turn us back to ourselves. Oh. Well, there. So. <laughs> so. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I've been tripping all day. <laughs> Very good. Now, is that a gnomish dad joke? Uh, it's actually just a regular dad joke, but gnome dads also use it too. I see. Well, that is good. So, uh, I believe that I can at least give you this. Uh, should there come a time that you'd like to go home. You'll need to put away the dog first. And after you put away the dog, you need only move your hands. You Bay know... Uh, Bay Breeze is in uh, deep fall right now. I see, I see. Well, uh, I'm actually a master of silver. Would you like to see me juggle some swords? He summons up, uh, like, you know, five silver short swords. Um, and he just starts throwing them up in the air. He's throwing them behind his back. He's catching them on the tip of his finger while juggling the other ones with his other hand. Ooh. Um, yep. And then uh, he goes and puts all the swords slowly to the ground as he's, you know, juggling them. And says, are you not entertained? Now entertain me. This one, he is good. I will let him go. You other four, though, have much work to do. Of three. My, my vision isn't very good without my glasses. Hmm. 
Make what? fun of me. Make a joke. Show me some skills. Whatever you may have. Most of my talents. Can I just regard the stars? Freeze him. Freeze him. <laughs> It'd be funny. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, may as well I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna cold breath and then. Okay. Um. So as you shoot your breath of cold, um, he seems completely unaffected and doesn't freeze. Well, you're no fun. You should make an and ice sculpture. Fine. I don't think I've ever done this. <laughs> Do you know what's really funny? Slapstick humor. I'm going to slap him with my claw. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll jump back before you hit him. And he says, no, 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 I'm the audience. How about, how about one of those two? Do something silly to them. I don't know. I'm going to take slap. a step away from Marva. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, I will just take a swing at Jeremy. Okay. Knock him over. Jared, do you allow yourself to be hit and fall over? Sure, why not? Okay. You'll have to do better than that. I mean, you can go to a bar and watch people hit people. Nope. And then I was gonna grab him by the tail and start flying up. Ah, this is entertaining. He's looking up and watching as you are holding by the tail flying. Uh, Alright, where's Corian? We're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna spin him around and throw him at Corian. Alright. I so this is getting really weird. <laughs> so more about you're not fly, fighting any of this, right? Yeah. Uh, I literally know know what to think about this. Okay, so he's not fighting, and you will attempt to dodge, uh -huh. which is fine. Um, give me a roll for the throw, Sam. Sure. Uh, one. Nat miss. All right. Um, so you're going to throw him down at Corian, and then there's like this big wall, of course, where, like around where the door is, where you guys are all hanging out. And you just, like, are spinning and spinning, and right when you're about to throw, your fly speed, I guess, isn't so good, and he just hits the wall before you get to let go. Like, it's not even, like, open the wall. <laughs> the best time to roll uh, that um, one. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Well, and uh, he, we have a moron who starts laughing. Pretty good about it all. And uh, says, yes, yes, those two, those two are good. And um, he looks over at, I guess, uh, Quarion, the bronze dragon, and goes, uh... You looked like you were about to move. Did you not want to entertain me? I have... I can entertain guests in other manners. I am not particularly talented in humor. Well, entertain me in other manners, then. And he, like, um, does this with his hands, does a, you know, crazy... What are they called? What are the gesture? Embellishment? No, no, like, I actually Flourish? want a D&D term for it. The, Flourish, um, I guess. Somatic... Yes, yeah, somatic. Yeah, somatic gesture. And uh, this nice long dinner table for men to sit at with like a uh, white tablecloth uh, pairs. And uh, there's a large, large seat for your dragon to sit at on one side and then a small seat for him to sit at on the other. So. I was thinking more chess, but... Oh, I see. Well, I find chess to be a boring sport. Uh, I know what I can do. And uh, wait, 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 wait right there is what he tells um, Corian. So, um, you start to hear, like, this, uh, large breeze of noise coming from behind you, and, uh, he tells you to stay very, very still, or you make it hurt. So, um, the real question is, are you going to listen to him, or are you going to move at all? I suppose I'm going to listen to him. Okay. Well, um, you guys are allowed to look, and you see coming out of that, like, uh, artifact, dark place, a ton of small... Uh, bluish, I guess they're pixies, 
Um, let me see. Oh, Sam's girlfriend? Oh, they're ice methods. Sorry. So, Pixie's methods, similar. A ton of ice methods, like literally like a thousand of them, coming out from behind, you know, him. And they go and they get underneath his chair and start lifting him up in the air. Uh, so, yeah, you're, you're lifted high up in the air, Corian. Um, do you move at any point? I was told not to move, so... Okay, cool. Uh, so they're going to start flying you around, like, pushing you forward, uh, you know, flying you all around the room. And, um, Moron's going to say, like, oh, this isn't much fun at all. And, um, a few of them are going to start attacking you. So, what do Ice Methods do? Let's see here. Uh, we'll just have them do, like, little... Claw attacks, that's fine. Yeah, uh, And they're going to start slashing at you and stuff. And uh, do you still choose not to move? Uh, moron. Sir Moron. Uh, it appears I am under assault. I have to say, I give up on this one. And he just like uh, waves away the ice methods. And um, your chair comes flying to the ground. You can choose to stop yourself or fall straight to the earth. No, I suppose I'm falling straight to the earth. And... <laughs> okay, cool. So you fall straight to the earth, the chair breaks underneath you, and you kind of like flatten. And he lets out a giggle, and he says, that will do, that will do. Um, and waves his hands at you. So uh, I guess since you've all entertained me, I'd be happy to give you this. And um, he somatically whiffs up this like uh, metal platter with a cap on top of it. And he holds it out to, we'll say, um, Morva to take off the lid. So, I'll just, it, it's not our size. It's it's really, really large. He's holding okay, out his hand, it's but it's, okay. it's huge, yeah. So then I will just use my nail to pick it up or whatever. Okay, there's a large pig, uh, apple stuffed in the mouth, looks perfectly roasted, still steaming. I'm going to, like, go for the apple and just... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, feel free to feast, my friends. Feel free to feast. You've entertained me. I, the least I can do is feed you. Okay. I'll eat. Cool. Um, everyone give me a d20 roll for perception. Using our dragon perception? Yes. You're looking out your dragon's eyes. And 15. 12. 23. Okay. Um, as everyone is eating, Moron seems to be, uh, like moving around with his hands in a way that you see as arcane. Gotcha. Um, so, like, he's, he's like, walking around hoity-toity-like, but uh, his hands are definitely doing motions that are meaningful. Kind of like um, knowledge arcana for old-timey spellcraft? Figure out what he's doing or no? Yeah, that sounds good. Cool. That's fine. Ten. After everything's all said and done? I think so, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, uh, you don't see anything in particular. You guys finish eating, um, and he says, you, you really should be on your way. Um, I fear that you may be dying soon. So, uh, you might want to check on that. To all of us? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's talking to all of you. Okay, well, do you know where the scale of Moron is? Oh, it's that way, and he points down the hallway, like, straight to where your, um, cove is. Like, the actual, like, uh, I think I called it the... Box. yeah. Yeah, what, what was that? It's been so long to play, but yeah. The one with like the The outlook point, where you guys had the stones. We could just describe it as it is. Where you guys placed your hands on the stone, he points directly in that, you know, towards that place. I don't even know why you came down here. It seems that one of you have had it, you know, this whole entire time, so... Just just check this guy's knapsack. He points over at Morva. 
How would I Healing have? well and the skill. What else you got? More of a low intellect. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start going then. Well, Whatever. thank you, Moran. I appreciate all of your help. If there's You're anything welcome. we can do for you, please feel free to pop on in as you do. I like you as well. Uh, tell me, what type of you know, blade do you use in your human form? A rapier. A rapier. Okay, thank you. I use a hammer. <laughs> as I'm flying away. That's fine, yeah. <laughs> he just says thank you and uh, nods his head towards you. And he'll uh, puff himself out of existence. Of course. And, alright guys, let's uh, see if we can't figure out a way how to get back to our regular bodies. So as you guys are flying down the hallway, uh, you hear a booming voice. Just like uh, coming out of like the stonework, mm-hmm. and he says, "Remember, do good, not evil." No promises. Good. <laughs> and then we can get back to uh, Matt's statement. So, well, baby statement. How are we getting back into his bodies? Cool. Oh, oh, we go back onto the pedestals that we came from. Came from, and then we just wave our hands. Yeah. Oh. Why did we do that before? Because we were trying to open the door before. Oh, uh, that's right. Okay. So, two of you, uh, well, actually, only one of you, just Baybreeze, has his perch on the way, um, and you can stop and be able to do that if you'd like. I don't know if you guys are synchronized, or what, what, how you, you guys can do it how you want, but remember, the other three of you are on the other leg. Mm -hmm. So, um, if you guys remember the map, you know, Matt's in the north end and everyone else is in the east end. Yep. And you guys are all down at the end of the north end right now. I'll perch, uh, do you mind, like... Showing me how to do it. I want you to sit on the thing and just start waving just, my fingers. So once you get on the thing, you remember the sensational feeling before um, where at, while you're perched, your lower body in your human form, you could not feel. He, uh, feel, yeah. But your upper body, your torso up, you can feel. So when you perch, you suddenly like feel Babe Reese's arms again. Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. I think I got... Cool. <laughs> so um, all of you guys aside, Babe Reese takes his arms off. Um, his dragon starts to stone up again, and um, you awaken to a knife at your throat. Um, in the room with you, there are a six um, bandits wearing red and black, very similar to the type that you guys have met many times before, and two large rats. Um, they're standing, they look humanoid. Um, and uh, looking around, you can see their limp bodies all have a bandit with a knife at their throat. Um, and then Mitha's in the back, like, screaming, going, like, where have you been? Like, come on, I've been calling for you guys forever. Uh, but, you know, it's a really, really far distance down, and she also, uh, actually one of the were-rats is holding her. Team Rocket, we meet again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, they threaten if you move, they're going to slice your your throat. And then, uh, you guys, you're flying down the hall. You Mm -hmm. start hearing the noise Mm -hmm. comes down. And, uh, as you guys get to the fishbowl, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, you guys look in and see all of your bodies are um, held you know, hostage. Yeah, held hostage. Mythos held hostage, and Babries is not limp and looking at these, you know, the three dragons. Right. Um, so, kill them. Kill uh, with fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to <coughs> just come up to the front of the fishbowl and paralyzing breath. That's yeah, fine. That works great. Uh, let me get over to my encounter builder. You're welcome to take the first swing here. So, I spoken properly. There's only four bandits and two um, rat humanoids, shapeshifters of some sort that we all know to be were-rats. And um, 
That's six people total on the counter. We rolled initiative, and Baybreeze was going to start the round, but because um, Morva called story-wise into it, um, I'm going to have Morva do his dragon breath, and then we're going to hop into initiative. So what was the breath you were using? Morva? Paralyzing. Paralyzing. And is that a cone? Is it a line? Yeah, 30-foot cone. 30-foot cone. So show me where, where your cone's is hitting. Baybreeze? Baybreeze is right here? Yeah. Well, hmm. Okay, it's going to be no, casualties, but you might as well do, yeah, yeah the I'm people who are in dragon bodies. Way. Okay. So, 30-foot cone starting, like, here, if you stick your head in, I guess. We probably won't hit the were-rats. Is that fair for everyone? Yeah. And Mitha? Okay, so we're just going to do those six. And am I just rolling... DC 17, con save. Wow, that's a high DC. All right, let me see what they have for con saves. Yeah, I guess you are guys have to roll dragon bodies. You're... I don't think... Um, I don't think... We we've talked about con here. saves before... And your body naturally fights things, I guess, even if you're unconscious. Are so we already paralyzed. Yeah, but the question is, will you stay paralyzed for rounds after? Oh, uh, sure. Okay. So um, go ahead and roll your con saves if your character is going to get hit by this, and I'll roll for my guys. I have a failure. I have a pass. And I, I have a pass. Wow. I got an 18 and 19 there. So only Spike who's paralyzed. We have Morva who's paralyzed. Paralyzed. Notch who's paralyzed. Paralyzed. And Corin who's paralyzed. Well, that didn't work out. Alright, uh, and we're going to go to Babies. Just to let you know, you yes. labeled it incorrectly. You have fail, pass, pass, and then paralyze, paralyze, paralyze. Oh, yeah. Which, <laughs> it's going to be a little difficult for you to remember that. Yeah, thank you. That's a very good point. I put P's down for paralyzed, P's down to pass. Yeah. Perfect. So now it's PA is paralyzed and P is passed, even though it still doesn't quite work. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so yeah, Baybreeze. Uh, Jared, do you have to roll a round here? How many rounds are the paralyzed for? Um, one minute. Ten rounds. Ten rounds. I'll start a round counter for you guys. Guess who's not going back into his own body? <laughs> I'm not going back into my body. All right, Baybreeze. I'm enjoying this. Um, right. uh, so I'm going to try to, I guess break and then sure. stab him? Yeah, so you're looking to go break. Your passive perception shows you that... Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to use disengage. Perfect. Yeah, that's fine. So, Hold on. Is he grappled, though? Uh, the yeah. guy just has his arm around him, like, threatening him. Okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if I'm going to allow it. Like, you know, he is a he's a rogue, yeah. yeah. You can disengage out of that. That works. All right, cool. So I'll just say I'm going to disengage. If another player tries to disengage out of something like that, that doesn't count because you're not a rogue, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but what I want to tell you too is your passive perception shows you as you're slipping out of this that someone stole your rapier <coughs> and replaced it with like this uh, fully silver rapier from the hilt all the way to the end. Oh, that's that's very convenient. So, and, uh, so, I, so I pull it out, see a uh, see a nice silver rapier, have a nice little smile on my face, and then um, I go to and I saw Mythos screaming in the corner, right? Correct. She's uh, being held the similar way that you were by the wearette. All right, I'm going to, uh, tr can I get to her in time? Like, in a round? Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually up to your movement, so feel free to move. Uh, the board's uh, laid out, so you can do whatever you want on that board. So, this is the where at? Yes. yes. Okay, so, 5, 10, 20, 25? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to get to here, and I'm going to stab this where at as I'm running past them. Sure. Um, and then an 18 plus... Will that hit? Uh, yeah, let me check here. That is Petra. You definitely hit. Okay. And does my rapier have any bonus damages I need to worry about? Or can you... Um, no, you don't need to worry about anything like that. 
Okay. Uh, so five plus four, so nine. Alright, so um, it is able to burn through his uh, morphed flesh, and he screams in agony. And a lot of the other guys are a little bit off their guard. So... And that's my turn. Yeah, that's the end of your turn. Like, no one was expecting you to slip out of there, move over to the were-rat, which is a higher official, and uh, stab him in the lawn. Not quite, but close. Um, next, really though, is the guy holding Mitha. He throws Mitha to the ground behind him. Uh, and she screams, hitting the ground, and then uh, moves directly to you and makes an attack. He's a chomp. He's not a chomp. Um... First, he is going to go for a bite, which is a 13. Chomp misses. Okay, and then after he makes his bite, he is swinging with a great sword. Oh. Which is a 16. That will hit. Oh! You take 11 damage. Okay. Nice 11. So I have yet 13. Yes, sir. Cool. Next up is the Hobgoblin Recruit. Um, he notices <coughs> that the body in front of him is still as limp as ever. Um, and he's going to make a stab into it. Great. So notch, I'm just going to auto-hit you for a stab instead of worrying about anything else. Cool. Um, it is a scimitar. You're going to take six damage. Okay. And I have you at 15. Great. Cool. Any uh, feedback from in dragon form? Or? No. No, you gotta kind of feel the thing. Mm. Unless you're on your perch. Nope. After Hobgoblin is stoner swing. And uh, he sees his friend do that. Um, but he was actually more scared by Baybreeze. And he is going to run over to Baybreeze. And he makes it over. Um, and he's going to make a swing against you. And I think that's super miss. Yeah. So I got like a 10, which is no good. Nope. And then the other guy who you just stabbed, um, you know, readies a bite at you, snarls, and does a 13 hit? Nope. Cool. And he actually has a scimitar, but it's reddened, so uh, something appears different about it. And you feel the heat of the blade as he swings at you for a 16. Hits. Okay. You take six total damage and it sears your flesh, burning you. Okay. All right. Now we're to Corion. All right. Um, I will fly over so that I'm in line with these two guys that are engaging Babreath. Yes. And I will do my line of lightning breath. Awesome. So I got Stoner Swing and uh, Geralt of Blood. Okay, that's his name. Yeah. That's his name. I'm going to need more D10s. Uh, okay. Everyone, I got one. All right, here. Sure. I'll, just, I'll just use these fives and then re-roll them for the second half. It's right. really 10 D10? Yeah. Really? Their CR isn't is that high, right? Their CR is lightning or ridiculous? Um, I mean, I do 12 eight. eight, but oh, okay. still. Counter <laughs> rating 8. 9 to 9, yeah. Well, that's fine. Um, <laughs> do I get reflex saves for half? Uh, you yeah. do a line, though? Yeah, you do a line. Yep, yep, yep. 
And if they're rogues, they probably have evasion. And so. poison damage. Okay, let me check real quick. Which no, they shouldn't have evasion. That's like a level seven something. Oh, yeah. that's yeah, right. They that's don't, right. and they're just bandits. Okay. So the first guy, what's my DC? Um, DC fifteen. Okay, I failed for my bandit stoner swing, and I rolled a natural one for Jeralf of Blood. Alright. So roll your damage, sir. So 10, 20, 29, 38. You rolled two 10s? Yeah, yes. <laughs> you rolled two 10s. Uh, yeah, they're both decimated. 40, okay. <laughs> okay, so um, this, this lightning line comes out from the chasm. Um, you know, Babries, you're overwhelmed with all these enemies, and uh, as you, you know, look Break around to see what you're dealing with, a line of lightning comes through, electrifies these bodies, burning holes in them, and they <laughs> fall to the floor, both of them. And then I would like to speak, if I can? Yes. Cower, mortals, before the might of the mighty bronze dragon. Okay, well, the two bandits that are there, we'll see how they react. And, You're um, not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> Morva, it is your turn. I'm going to start, because I have a cone, and I'd rather not freeze myself. As well as <laughs> like it. You could probably get those two, right? I suppose I could angle something like that if I'm, like, right here. I don't know um, how that works. So just one of these things, like, that's more or less where I was. I know we don't have uh, figures for the dragons right now, but... Yeah. He'd be flying above you. I guess I could be right well, here and then just come It's down. one of those things I imagine. That's like fine. A six-foot window or something like that, so yeah, I don't know if we can get both guys in there or that whatnot. Guy. All right. Um, the over-talk is, like, so hard to hear. Right. I'm so, going to not. I'm just going to head straight to my statue. All right. That's fine. So um, you get to your statue, and when you sit on it, because we said you guys have a pretty bang and fly speed, right? 80. Yeah. 80? It's 80. All right, that's fine. Well, we'll have you get to your statue this round, just because, you know, that's all off the board stuff. Um, you sit on it, and you can't seem to feel your arms or upper torso. I'm like, right. <laughs> um, so after Morva is Spiky. Um, he's pretty afraid, and... He's going to have the intention to run to where Mitha is, that, like, hollowed-out tunnel that led into the fishbowl. Um, and the Petra were-rat uh, is going to say, if you leave, you'll never become one of us. Wait, is this spiky? Yeah. He's he's paralyzed. Oh, he's one of the paralyzed ones. Yeah, the F, that actually... That means a failure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. All right. It doesn't mean pass. F does not mean pass. F means paralyzed. <laughs> okay. So apply everything I just said to Ark Skelly who comes after Spikey. Spikey tries to move, he's paralyzed. Ark Skelly tries to do what I just said. He's trying to run right past Petra. Um, and yeah, Petra yells at him that if, if you leave, you'll never become one of us. Wait, Petra yells at? Yeah. Petra does. The were-rat. This is oh, Petra, this oh, is Oh, I Joel. thought Petra was Mitha. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit of an A-mix Sorry. Yeah, gotcha. an A-mix up. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be quite the crazy thing. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. God, do it. Um, and I think he is, yeah, he's going to run. So um, we can move him... Somewhere over there. Can I get the attack opportunity on? You can. That's fine. Sounds good. Dirtbag. Does a 12 hit? Arc Skelly. Which highly does. While he's running, maybe? (laughs) No, it does not. Okay. (laughs) Alright, so yeah, you swing at him, he dodges out of the way, and he runs past Mitha, who's on the ground. Um, So he doesn't seem to threaten her. You you at least see, you know? Cool. After Arc Skelly's notch. Okay. Um, I want to... Fly over, so I'm gonna land like in the middle here, um, and I'm gonna tear these guys up. Um, I guess I will um, bite the hobgoblin who's been stabbing me. 
Sure. So, I want you to take a negative two to the roll. Okay. For, um, you know, weaving around paralyzed, friendly bodies. Because there's only like a five Wait, foot gap. Wait, he got into it? the fishbowl? He's a ten foot dragon. There's, there's enough space, just You're not right. enough space to move around well. So, we're just getting oh, negative two. I assume there was like a window here. I, I that's why I was like a window. That's yeah. why I... Oh, I, I keep calling it a window, but remember he had a chance to fall out when he was on top of the thing. This is, um, this is a drop-off right here. There's no actual thing stopping you guys from going in. Oh, uh, yeah, I was pictured okay. it kind of like, it was small, and then it like, gets real big. You know what? But if anyone's eating pita bread, you know how you make a pita right. sandwich? It's exactly what it is. Or if you think pita. of the, uh, when you're describing it now, I'm thinking of, like, the, uh, like, Star Wars, like, ports, you yeah. know, where that's exactly out of the, uh, Yeah, that's called, exactly right? what I have in mind. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, it's it's not easy to move around in there. Don't expect to be able to fly or anything like that, or no, like run. Funny. But um, you get in there and you're taking a negative two just because there's a you know creatures that you're going through and stuff like that. So for Pathfinder, I would need a full attack action, but for five e, it says actions multi attack. The yeah. dragon makes three attacks. Yeah, so, one with its bite and two with its claws, right? Correct. So I can just do that? Multi-attack yeah. is not a full round action, no. It just oh. means when you use your attack action, you get multi-attack. Okay, I'll use my attack action. I'm going to start with biting the hobgoblin. Sure. Um, with uh, 23. Hits. Okay. And I will do... Was that with a minus two? Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> You're all the 19. I have 19 damage. I will do 23 Plus. damage. And okay. I'm going to fling his body to the side. There's no body to fling at this point, Sam. Well, you just straight up. <laughs> right. And then it's I'll dead. <laughs> use my claws to take care of uh, Spiky. Sure. Um, first attack, 22. Hits. Um, which will be 2d6. Ta-da. 8 plus 4, 12 slashing damage. Okay, you kill him as well. Okay. He goes over this way. Um, and I can't reach the other guy. So we'll just call it like that. Okay. So Notch sticks his copper dragon head and body and claws and stuff into the front. Chomps down on the one guy with intents to fling him to the side. Just flings guts to the right-hand wall. Um, All over me. Yeah, Morva's got a little bit on him. <laughs> and then uh, throws his claw back and smashes the other guy into the wall. And he's still, like, semi-alive, but dead. <laughs> so we come back accurate. to the top of the round where Baybreeze is standing. Uh, I'm going to go for his throat and yeah. slash at it. Yeah. So a nat one. Sure. I'm going to imagine that misses. Yeah, you miss. You hit the wall behind him. Okay. And uh, we'll put you off kilter for the next attack where you'll just get like a negative one to your AC. All right. And during that time, I'm going to drink a healing potion. Sure. So, uh... You lunge forward with your rapier, turn to the left-hand side, <laughs> and down a potion. Feels like a really corny Gary. Uh, so it does. four and one. So I get five HP, or is it five plus two? I think it's plus two, yeah. Yeah, it's plus two. So I have yet 14. Cool. All right. Jeroff of Blood was decimated. Yeah. Can I... Yeah, he was. Now, if I move, I get attack opportunity, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to deny your movement just from the natural one. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, we don't have to play, like, super critical misses, but I'm getting bored of, like, not acknowledging them to some degree. Stoner Swing is also dead. I guess I just, like, saw all that happen was too stunned to kill all these creatures off. Petra <laughs> Blood. All right. Um, what can he do? He needs to do something right now. <laughs> um, yeah, all he can do is swing away. So um, 
he's got a multi-attack. His one attack has to be a bite. And um, he bites at the arm that's past his shoulder now from the mist rapier. And I think I might hit with that one. 19. Yes. All right. That is five damage. Okay. And then swings again his uh, burning scimitar at you, which misses at a 10. Yep. So I have you back down to 9 HP. Yep. Okay. Corion, your turn. All right. Um, your round counter's down to 9, guys, just so you know. Honestly, at this point, like, I don't know that my regular body's paralyzed. Yeah. So I'm going to look at this and say, eh, Bravery's can take that last guy by himself for a couple rounds, you know, while I get back to my post, and then I can help him out, so. That's fine. So we'll put Corion on his post. Um, yeah. more of a, are you staying on your post? you see Quarion fly down, actually, to um, where you are? Well, I don't know if I paralyze Quarion's body, so I'm not going to say anything. I'm, I guess I'll just be like, well, I can't move, so maybe you should still help him. That's to you. Okay. He does not acknowledge you. Would you like to do anything else this round? Well, I mean... Sorry, it's one of those things, it's not my turn, so I'm not thinking that... Oh, you're allowed to talk to him. Um, well, just because you can't move doesn't mean I can't move. Well, hey. Maybe it's something to do with the fact that you're a silver dragon and you took over a silver dragon body. Hey, I wouldn't mind not leaving this. Alright, and we'll just cut off the conversation there. Uh, Ark Skelly <clears throat> is dead? No, no, he's, no, he ran. he's the runner. Alright, we'll, we'll let him get moved out of the initiative. I'm gonna get rid of him. And then Notch's turn. Um, I'm just gonna reach over our gnome buddy and T-Rex chomp the way we're at. Okay, yeah. So you're going for Petra Blood? Yeah. Well, except he's going to move next to him, so if he doesn't kill him, I get to sell my Well, I got a 10 foot reach with that one, so I figured that worked. Damn it. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, it's getting pretty crowded for him, because it comes down, and there's a dome yeah. in the back, so. So even at the negative 2, it's at 18? Yep, that'll hit. Cool. Um, 2, 18, 10. Yeah. 4, 9, 13 damage. 13. Okay. He is still standing. He doesn't seem that too taken. Whatever. You know, 10d10 lightning damage is one thing, but... <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, after Notch is back to Bay Breeze. Okay. Um, and he's not threatening him? No. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah. <coughs> I, for turns of sneak attack, yes. Okay. Um, I wouldn't give flanking, but I'll give sneak attack to it because this guy's getting attacked by a dragon mouth. Right, uh, <laughs> so I will go to stab him again. Sure. In the long. In the uh, long. 18 plus. Yeah, you hit. See, aren't you glad I said in the long? In the, you know what, the, <laughs> the throat doesn't work with that long. Nat 8, so, <laughs> oh, plus uh, 2d6. Nat 6, so and nat 4, six. and a 1. So 5 plus 8 plus 4 is what? 17. 17. 17. Right. So he 17 had, damage? Yeah, he had 15, so you uh, took him out. That long. That yeah. long though, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to walk over to the other body and kill it while. That's fine. So um, as you as you turn around to walk, you get like a blast of uh, air conditioning on your back from the body that you just hit, just like that. And, like, <laughs> and uh, which body are you going to kill? The one down here that I said still had some life in it. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, so I'm going to call encounter over there. Everyone can feel free to wait the. Nine turns. Nine times six seconds, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, at some point, seeing on your approach, you do feel your body back. And right. it's to you guys. Go ahead. Well, while they are, like, I guess, sitting there, I'm going to uh, kill that body and then walk over to Mitha and just, like, help her up, make sure she's okay. 
Yeah. Oh, that, thank goodness that you were able to get back into your form. I, I, those dragons were very helpful as well. Those dragons were us, Metha. You know that. Well, I prefer not to see life that way. So how, how long were they here? Oh, it's been at least ten minutes. Uh, we heard uh, lots of clanging, and at some point the doors were, like, you know, large large uh, stone was scraping. And I just wondered if you guys were ever coming back. Did you see a giant uh, red dragon come by here? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, sorry, I had to remember what giant red dragon you were talking about, because I'm a bad DM. Um, <laughs> he, yes, yeah, the, uh, he flew down that, you know, down that end over there. I don't, I don't know what came of him, but... Interesting. Did the were-rats or anything say anything about it? Uh, they seemed to fear and asked if he was one of ours, but I had claimed that he was, and they didn't care either way. Oh, all right, so they didn't know about him. And uh, I'm just going to... So, Mitha, just watch you sit down, take a breather. I'm sure you're shaking. Yeah, she's sitting down. Uh, it, it is good that you killed everyone. Um, they had taken, you know, the Choker of Malar and the Moonstone, but... They didn't leave with it, so just make sure you get it off their bodies. And she points towards the were-rats. Mitha, you, you apparently have uh, free hands and a big mouth. And I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna walk over to another guy and look through his stuff. Okay. And not the big were-rat. I'll let Mitha do that. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, so let me see here. Make sure I got all my notes up. So everyone returns to their bodies. Well, yes. For fun, I don't know. It's probably not gonna work out, but. I would have been studying to see if I could get out, and then when she said that the red dragon, who's bigger than me, flew somewhere, I would have searched to see if I could figure out where he went. Sure. Um, you are able to get down to the end of the corridor, and mm -hmm. there is a way out. Oh, cool. Uh, he, he must have dug a hole straight up through the roof in the corner. I guess he found a spot that was looser. So, I mean, can I just... Yeah, you I just won't. fly out the hole. Yeah, I'm going to fly okay. out the hole. So as you fly out the hole, um, your body starts seizing up and turning uh -huh. to stone. Um, gotcha. and, uh, you get to stay in the stone as it falls and falls back down to the earth. And, you know, the sunlight seemed to cause it. <laughs> gotcha. And then it smashes to pieces. And, uh, you wake up and in you your body. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm and you're... greedy. We're gonna make you mentally shaken for seven damage. Cool. Um, something, you know, from that... From dying. Yeah. Good from job, dying. Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have... At nighttime, I'll be fine. Notch at 8 HP? <laughs> 8 HP, yeah. Okay, cool. This poor guy takes, like, all this role-playing damage. He <laughs> <laughs> does. All right. When I get him back into my body, I'm just going to start checking myself for the scale of Warren, because... Yep, yeah, yeah, it was in your sack. Oh, my the God. The entire time. <laughs> it's I just literally the scale? Hmm? Uh, you, you have a large scale. It, um, you know, it's a, a real scale, and, uh, you know, it's probably about... It's just about... sitting there in my back. Three feet high. Yeah, it's really heavy, too, so you wonder why you didn't feel the weight before. Parker doesn't have a bag. Well, he has a sack at some point. We always said he had a sack, just whether or not. He just didn't have much. Yeah. <laughs> Except for a giant scale. <laughs> yep. And Morva truly believes it was there all the time, so that's fine. Um, so speaking of things that you happen to remember that you have now, um, can we see this healing well of yours? I guess we should go there. Can we see your girlfriend? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, I was joke. I didn't think he was actually serious. That's the, well, the <laughs> monster taking on fairy. <laughs> the little um, blue fairy. From, oh. Oh. From when we fought the wolf. I see. He wasn't there for that. You were like, it was you and Babies were all by yourselves down yeah. over there. 
And then I think he put her away, and it never came up in role playing. So yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I, I checked on her once, but otherwise, he said like, once she wakes up, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing so. you could do. She was incapacitated to a degree. Uh, she still seemed alive, but yeah. yeah. I figured I didn't like shove her in my backpack and. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm sure you're taking care of her. Yeah. So go ahead, guys. Uh, we talked about that. Yeah. What is it? It's uh, talk to him, not me. It's a uh, special spring. I forget 100 about it. It's a little bit down the way from the place. Yeah. Yeah, it should be the Magic Arena. Oh, Magic Arena, right? All right, so I guess we're gonna head west. Mythic goes. Okay. Someone needs to touch those beasts and get the items off of them, because that one over there was unwilling. Uh, we need the Skelborn, the Moonstone, the Choker of Malar, and mm. we still need a flower. The Gladiolus Justice. Correct. Um, all of this is still our core priority, I'm pretty sure. Now, um, are all of you prepared to fight beasts like that? Why not? Well, it seems this one is, but I didn't see any of you others uh, quite deal with them in the same way, so. I just want to be sure now without those, you know, dragons around to save us that you guys are able to fight and not just stand there. Mytho. Did you not explain that to Mytho? She's heard about it, Reed. She's just, uh, yeah. No, I okay, that's point. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I talked to her when I was in the dragon body, too. She doesn't want to help clean up the bodies. She doesn't want to help do anything. I don't know. I thought we were on good terms, but now Mytha is acting like we're not. Mytha, we were the dragons. Yes, yes. It's a convenient truth to forget. And you'll have to excuse my savagery for those attacks, but in my proper I form, we'll be fine. Wipe off again. I see. Do I get anything off these dead bodies? Yeah, we'll pick up this stuff. Yeah, so you're looting? Cool. Um, first of all, the one guy that you're fighting, Petra the Blood, has a fancy scimitar. Okay. It was the one that burned you and stuff like that. Uh, additionally, there is papers um, with a silver moon seal on them. I'm about to light them on fire. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the two werats have stones exactly like the. I think you guys are up to two stones already, right? Uh, they have the pendants yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the but mind they're. pulsing pendants. Correct. Yeah, yeah the mind pulsing pendants. So you guys are up to four of those. Um, additionally, while you're looking at these rats and stealing things off of their bodies, they have a bunch of sword tips branded into the right upper chest. Um, just like knowledge and information to have. Uh, so like, uh, like a tattoo or whatever of Correct. a sword tip? Okay. Of multiple sword tips. Okay. And it seems to be seared into their flesh. Um... um. There's a great sword. It does not appear especially fancy. And then everyone else has scimitars and leather. Do I find any gold or anything? No. Potions? No potions. Drugs? No drugs. Good, because drugs are bad, but I'd imagine they might be mind-wiped if they're taking drugs. And that's a good point. So um, everyone here is completely dead. We're not going to play the intimidation game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's, there's, there's a pit over there. <laughs> there's a pit over there. I'll just chop his head off. <laughs> oh, we don't chop in my house. We yeah. smash. smash. Which is so funny because I just watched Gardens of the Galaxy the other day, and that's kind of like exactly what that one guy does, which is just a disgusting scene. But 
I could like see you doing that, like taking the hammer and like setting him up in like that stone sacrifice area, and and then pushing him in the hole, and then pushing him in the hole. <laughs> All right. So um, I don't know if anyone can um, this this seal and everything. It's a secret language. So guys, do that's you right. Mean? I got yeah. all the secrets are mine, as long as you write them down. <laughs> okay, so Babrus, you know, says like I, I can't seem to read this scratch. Notch takes the piece of paper and I'll uh, just unload a bunch of writing onto you guys. Okay. Okay. Um, they're numbers, or you know, it's like a bullet list of some sort. Um, I love lists. And uh, there's no that doesn't say to anyone or from anyone. It's literally just bullets, uh, in an order. And the first section is a uh, Seek the Moon-Touched Witch. She is traveling with a scruffy halfling, her horned and tailed demon lover, a half-elf who dresses up like a noble, and we believe they have un- obtained a gray pet dragon. It looks like a dragonborn from Croach, but as we all know, there are none left alive, so this is unlikely. Take all items from them and bring only the moon witch alive. Dispose of the other bodies as needed. So that's your first one. Hey, Mitha, good news. You're not going to be killed by these people. Ah, that's very good news. Uh, second one. Well, you just call me a pet dragon. Pet dragon. The scale of Morin has still not been found at the Vayron Mountains. We have spies who will be using tap talk to send word if something shows up. Please send a five tap sending if you find information on the scale. Uh, the third one. Uno was last seen heading northeast. His pursuers followed him into the mute wood. Southeast. Let's just say southeast. My bad. Uh, <laughs> scratch, scratch, scratch. Where neither he uh, nor the pursuants have escaped. Uh, we have sentries surrounding in case anyone comes out. Take him dead or alive upon sight. See sketch. Uh, you guys see a sketch that's like uh, crudely drawn there. I'm going to show uh, this kid over here more. Okay. Um, he's a very old looking and worn looking tiefling. Um, what's interesting about the sketch and him is that he's got like this sombrero hat. But it appears to be, like, mechanical. Like, pieces of it are oddly shaped and attached. And there's uh, gears involved and metal. He also has these large goggles that are draped around his neck. And his left eye is drawn as just, like, this empty sphere. Sound like Uno? I've never met him, but if it's Uno, I have to go find him. This is the thing that you haven't met him, but you know everything about it, <laughs> and eventually your your intelligence will just No, not at all. <laughs> no. I'm making it for okay, for this. For Jeremy the... looked at me like, do I know anything about him? I'm pretty sure I don't. <laughs> no, yeah, you don't. I should. Your intelligence. Okay. Um, Listen, man. I can slam your face into the ground. <laughs> Is this Damn. one of those things where Uno's gonna wind up in your bag? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, your, your final bullet point on the sheet is the lichens of light are being monitored and do not appear to be a threat. They are still searching for the moon witch. Please do not engage or capture unless given direct orders from a razor. Lichens of light are looking for the moon witch. Correct. And as something by the razor? Not a threat. Do not engage or capture unless given orders from a razor. And the name is a razor? Razor's capitalized. Proper name Razor. Is it like R I A or R A I S? It's actually R A Z O R. Okay, that's what I want to check. Yes. Hmm. Is there a sketch of him or her on a Razor scooter? <laughs> Shaving? It's E R. In both cases, I think. Um, cool. Tap talk. Um, five taps. Is there anything on them that is like an instrument or magic box? Nope. Okay. Five taps to, in case you have information on the... Yeah, it's five taps descending is what they call it. 
if you find the scale of Morton. All right, so I'm going to end it there, or good on time, I believe. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us for the Pathless Podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We're sorry that some of us are a bit sick, and um, hopefully the audio quality on this comes out a little better than our Pumpkin Spice episodes. Uh, we know that we had a little bit of a mess up there. So if you have any feedback or want to reach us at all, you can go to pathlesspod.com. Uh, there's a contact page in the top right. Uh, additionally there, you can find some extra information, such as uh, Matt's put up the campaign that he wrote for 5th edition that he was DMing with another group. Um, we know that a few of you have been checking that out. And um, we also have some of the character bios, if you are interested in some of the knowledge that the players have already available to them. Thank you, and until next time, if... You're with a moron, entertain him. I really would like to hear not just your character name, but class and race. Because I think that's always a nice reminder. Alright, cool. I'm Babreeze, the young brass dragon. <laughs> More of a young silver dragon that actually kind of fits there. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> Smoke marijuana. Uh, his character died.